This is Yvonne Shrieky speaking here. Um, just, ah, the show. I call it iPhone recordings. Um, let me just crack a beer here for a sec. But um, I can only, usually can only do it with two hands. But right now I'm trying to do it with uh, like one hand. It's not really working, you know. Boom. Get the fuck out of here. Um, but, uh, but uh, really, this is just like a personality profile, you know. It's like one of those dating profiles, just yeah, more interesting. Because those things are boring as fuck. I don't know if people watch those shows, those d- dating shows like Love Island or The Bachelorette. Kind of like Survivor. Any dating show is the most boring pile of garbage on the planet, in my fucking opinion, because it's not fun. It's like, where's the fucking amusement? I just don't get it. Like, what's the point? Every episode is the same goddamn thing, you know? I just don't understand it. All I remember about that show as a kid was the Family Guy version. Um, where Quagmire ended up, uh, roofing this girl and just dragging her and then her, uh, her flip-flop falls off and then he takes that and he runs into a room and Brian's in the hot tub with this girl. It's, it's weird. It's a very weird show. But, uh, those shows are for chicks. Those shows aren't for guys and that's why I don't, I don't even like them. That's why I don't even understand them. And you know what I mean? It's like, ah, like, what the fuck, dude? What the fuck? Um, but to start it off, just things that annoy me. You know, like uh, women who ride those bikes with baskets in the front of them. There's nothing more annoying. Mm, 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 mm. Ah. Nice modelo. But there's nothing more annoying when she's just on those bikes, which have no brakes. Go too fast. And they're riding them in Europe, you know, in, like, Rome, where it's a shitty roads, downhill, it's bumpy, or in France, or, in like, Germany or something. Like, why would you ride such a... Like, it looks nice. Well, if you're in a fucking accident, you're not going to look nice. So, you know, think about that once in a while. Just uh, think about that. Um, but, uh, it's just, holy shit, is it fucked up? It's just weird, man. Weird, weird, weird. I don't, I just don't understand people who think those things are cool. I want a sports car. I can get behind that. But a stupid bike with a basket? What are you gonna, put flowers in them? And a bag of groceries? And fucking, uh, I don't know, a newspaper maybe, and like your little cat. And I remember watching as a kid these, uh, these like really witch, witch, rich girls. I think it was in Zach and Cody, and there was the, uh, Asian girl who would carry her little puppy or Pomeranian or Chihuahua in her purse. And that's what people on these bikes do. They carry their little dog or their little cat. It's like, that's not gonna protect you. No guy should be having this little dog, this little 
have a, have a dog that's going to protect you, like a guard dog, German Shepherd, Pitbull, like something that will scare off other people. I want something lovable, but not something you can squash. Not something that's going to disintegrate or die. Or if you throw it in the washing machine or if you put it in the dryer, you want, you want an animal, not a stuffed animal. You want something cute, get a stuffed animal. But you want something vicious, get a dog or even a cat. But they, the cats aren't going to protect you. They'll cough up hairballs and they'll scratch you. They can jump high, but that's it. They can land on their feet, but that's it. They're not going to you know, bite uh, a threat Bite a burglar, bite a mugger, you know, really get vicious. No, no, they're, they're not going to do that. They're just not going to, they're not going to fucking do that, right? Um, it's just it's insane that people think that this is rational, common sense. No, 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 I don't really think so. I'm actually kind of curious because I'm recording this on voice memo. If I can take a video at the same time. Um, recording um, a voice memo and a video at the same time. It just didn't really work. But uh, I was talking about like these little dogs that people love. and um, I guess they just won't want a kid or something. But uh, that annoys the shit out of me. These little cute bicycles. No, get a real bike. Something that will save your fucking life. And... With women who care about their looks, or people who think that things look cool, wearing shoes that look cool even though they're uncomfortable, like really tight or too small, don't don't do that. You know, it's not comfort and you know enjoyment are, are important things, very important things, and that's completely valid, by the way, completely valid. But uh, let me see. Um, next on the list is the idea of women. They want to be nice. They want to be respectful. But they don't have to be. They are much more vicious than guys are. And guys get more hurt. But they, but they, they hide that shit. And even though uh, guys act like they don't care, they give a shit. You know, uh, below the surface, underneath the surface, um, guys act like they don't give a shit. But they do. Believe me, they do. People that are nice underneath don't give a shit. And people that are mean underneath give a shit they'll give you their honest opinion no matter how mean it is and other people will be nice and aren't going to give you their actual opinion they're going to lie because they're just like that that's just the way they fucking are you have to understand that that those people are are, are selfish so if somebody is like uh let's say there's a homeless guy who's bleeding to death he's just been shot are you gonna and, and you're on a date and there's a chance you could get late. Are you going to take the time out of your date and you've been working months to get back together with this girl because you fucked up? Took you like a year. You're going to risk a year to save this old man's life? No, you're going to be nice. But you're not even going to say anything. Like if, if you're mean, you're going to say, hey, dude, you're bleeding death. You, or, uh, here's, here's my, just call 911 or whatever. You know, people that are mean give a shit, like comedians that are mean or negative, make fun of shit, care, they really care, but people don't understand that, people want entertainers, uh, influencers to be nice, they don't want a Don Imus or a Kevin Brennan, or uh, like a 1990s, 1980s, like Howard Stern, no, or 
a 2000s cumbia. No, they want, you know, these happy, these news anchors, you know, fucking uh, SpongeBob cartoonies. It's, it's weird. It's very weird. And not if it makes any, any. Um, fucking sense. Oh, shit. Oof. <laughs> shit, that was... That was gonna joke there for a second. <laughs> Holy shit. I drank a bit of the beer, and I didn't let it go down. I started talking, and it started going back up. That was... That was fucking terrifying. But, um... Women don't like the idea of comedy. You know, you know what I mean? Because it's negative and it's mean and it's honest and they think you're hurting other people's feelings and you're not you're just making an observation you know it's just you know when if you really make somebody impatient and frustrated their mean side will come out but if they're already mean then their nice side's gonna come out instead you know because they're not gonna give a shit but to being nice, to be respectful and polite. And I hate, I can't stand politeness. And people that are resp- respectful. Ah, son of a bitch. Tongue twister. Ah. Ugh. Um, no, but uh, people that do that are rude. Because they're not going to give you their actual opinion. They're not going to say, I don't like you, or shut up. And they're just going to ignore you. Because that's the easy thing to do. But, um, oh shit, um, uh, you know, um, people pretend to laugh, yeah, I hate people pretend to laugh, people don't actually need comedy, need that fucking, you know, know, laughter, that's a pain in the ass, that really fucking is, holy shit, is that annoying, um, people who, who who laugh at things that aren't insane or crazy or ridiculous, and that's why you laugh, so it can't hurt you. But no, people like you can say like a pun or you uh, make fun of Trump or something, and then they they just start laughing, or it's a, a sex joke or making fun of white people, and then they start like that's not. People laugh to make fun of shit, and that reminds me of women, where if they're in pain and they want revenge, they're not gonna want. That that uh, perpetrator, as the victim, they're not gonna want somebody, another person, who broke their heart, to um, understand their pain. They want them to feel it, and that's just so fucked up. Know what I mean? That is so fucked up. And there's so many things wrong with that. You should never be doing a thing like that ever. Period. You know, on this fucking planet. Um. But uh, people don't get comedy, and nowadays people are antisocial and lazy and bored kind of people, and it's fucking annoying. I've just had it with people. You can relate to that in any, anyway. Perhaps, maybe, maybe not. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. Um, but going into things that make me puke, I hate. I stumbled upon this. I did not look this up on purpose, but I was a little curious. Trans dick. When a woman gets, you know, uh, a surgical, surgically added penis, a fake penis, and 
you know, I'll, I'll just look up, like, something kinky on uh, Pornhub and try to avoid that they are, try, are trying to um, encourage me to buy weed. You know, it says, buy weed near you in, in, in green, obviously, because Mother Earth and all that, and green's a great color on all, all in all. And it looks like a plantain or a banana. It looks disgusting. It makes me want to... I, I, don't, I can't even think about it because it makes me gag. Like a, when you eat like a really gross, mushy, soft banana that's like brown. Like the skin of the banana, the peel, is black. It's like brown and black. It is... Holy shit, is it just... I mean, yuck. Yuck. Um, but it's like that person is mentally ill. There's something wrong with that kind of a person. It's like, ew, what's wrong with you? You look, you look disturbed or something, you know? look like you, you ate shit for breakfast and you got kicked in the face. Or the ACDC song, Kicked in the Teeth. Kicked in the Teeth again. Kicked in the Teeth by ACDC. Motherfucker. Um, but, um, this is iPhone, uh, recording number three. No, I wish I could do radio, but you can't, gotta get, gotta get your, uh, your booster shot, and you gotta wear your mask all the time, but, as of recently, I've been watching a lot of Don Imus, and got his book, and been reading Artie Lang's book, just finished Kumia's book, and there's something so intimate and honest about that that people love, you know? Um, I don't know what it is, but people love, you know, books or audiobooks. I like books because it gets a, I get away from technology. People like podcasts and radio and, you know, porn. That's intimate. Um, a little fucked up, but intimate. Uh, TV shows are more intimate than movies, I'd say, because it keeps going. You know, there's this character development and it, it really speaks to the viewer and there's this relationship and this connection and people love the point is people love intimate things and um i've been listening to don imus and the guy's brutal you know i think when he was on c-span he was the best like that's when he started to suck but it was the best as in you could see behind the scenes you could see him shit on his producers and he was actually talking all the time talking more than when he was on radio because it was always sponsors or news or weather or sports not his opinion on things he was always asking the guests opinions and then he would interview uh, politicians and uh, some comedians most of them were political you know like Carlin um, and um you didn't have many comedians on it, at least the ones I saw. And um, really the, the, the point of it is is that um, this guy was mean. And this is like, I don't know how he didn't get canceled. I'm watching Marriage with Children and how, uh, although they make Al Bundy look like this loser, he shits on women all the time. They got away with it in the late 80s, early 90s when... It was a politically correct time, which doesn't even matter. That's not funny. Um, so it's it's just like um, fucking a trans dick makes me puke. It's disgusting. It's mentally ill. These people, and to fix it is comedy, mean, negative, brutal comedy, 
and mean personas, you know? And you can't. People want nice stuff. They're not going to listen to that shit. People don't want uh, mean people, mean entertainers. No. Look at Kevin Brown. He's doing terrible on, on uh, YouTube. He's hilarious. He is so fucking funny. Dimes did pretty bad. You know? He did pretty good, but he had to be nice. You know? He needed Charles McCord. He needed his secretaries and his pr- producers. Um... But the thing that I hate is, I hate going to the beach, and there's fucking sand. The fucking sand. And you get in the water, you're in the water, and then you step out, and there's sand everywhere. Sand on your feet, sand in your shoes, in your socks, in your hair, in your underwear, in your swim trunks, or maybe in your bra, maybe in your panties. Everywhere. Fuck, I, oh, nothing more annoying. I remember I was at the Dead Sea in Israel, and I just ran away from my fucking parents and siblings because I didn't want to get the fucking, the black stuff on me. It was so gross. So disgusting. You know what I mean? There's nothing. There is nothing more annoying than mud and gooey sand, especially the moist sand, not the dry, but when you get close to the ocean, it's all wet. Oh. And then you get to the dry sand, and then that sand sticks to the sand that you already stepped on. So, oh, oh, God damn it. God damn it, that is annoying. <laughs> it's, it's fucking annoying, you know what I mean? Um, things like that really make me, those things annoy me, really annoy me. Like genital juices, you know, gooey things, jellos, and gross, uh, you know, moist, soggy, Cereal, bananas. Remember when I was 13, I had a sleepover with my friend, and we came up to the kitchen to have breakfast. We poured out the cereal, and there were bugs in the cereal. Bugs. I couldn't eat anything. I lost my appetite instantly. It was so fucking disgusting. I was like, ugh. Who, who's going to fuck? Who's going to be able to eat now? Oh, oh that's not the worst. You get to stay up playing video games, watching shows, talking. And that's the best. Not the video games. Not the show or the movie. Staying up in your bunk bed, talking to your pal, talking to your friend. You know, if it was at camp or is it like a school trip. I remember being on a boat and there were all these bunk beds. There was like 14 of them in one little room, or one pretty big room. And we would just stay up talking. Some people dozed off and others just talked. And that's something about life that will never fucking change. Something Car- Carlin said, nature will bounce back. And it sure Sure as hell is. Or sure as hell it is. I don't know. Um, and another thing that makes me want to puke is grape medicine. Remember having the flu as a kid? Whenever I take a drug, if it was when I was smoking weed as a teenager or Advil, ibuprofen, uh, I don't know, creams, legal stuff, over-the-counter prescriptions. Oh, my gosh. Do I hate those fucking things. Like, just the grape. Whenever I drink grape juice, when I drink the medicine when I was sick, and it just, it connects everything, all those dots. And there's nothing more disgusting than trans dick, because the, their mind and who they are, grape medicine, gooey things, you know, smooth skin and dirt and, and sand and gentle juices, like, ugh, ugh, it's disgusting. There's nothing more annoying and more aggravating than people like women who... Don't even want to laugh. Don't even want to really, really laugh. There's a certain way you don't talk to a woman. You know, it's the, the, the respectful thing to do. 
That is not at all what I'm talking about. Fuck off. What I am talking about is women who don't laugh about their pain and don't want to heal. Laughter and comedy gets you over bad shit. If somebody dies, you have to laugh about it. Not right away. Fuck you for even thinking that. But afterwards, five, six, ten years later, you have to laugh. You will go crazy and lose your fucking mind, motherfucker. You will. You totally will. I'm out of breath from talking so much. Holy shit. Um, but I don't know why I have to get so defensive. I really don't. I'm not. I don't. I'm not getting angry. Fuck you. But I am getting upset. I get upset at my siblings for thinking crazy things. You know, I was never really close to my siblings. I always felt like the adopted kid, the oldest. Um, fucking just weirded out. I've always been this way, this well, as Steve Martin would say. That's just wanting to burst. This well is wanting to push something out. Whenever I get into rants, whenever I fucking, um, because I have all these things in my head. You can't talk to people like this and just rant because they have to talk. But then I lose my train of thought and then I can't rant. So I have to do it myself. And all those years, pacing back and forth, recording to myself, recording to a guest. It's just... What the fuck are you going to do? What the fuck are you really, really going to do? Holy shit. Holy shit. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Um. Um. As of recently, I've been uh, got a smartphone, which I don't like. I don't like smartphones. I like Walkmans, DVDs, cassettes, fun. You're in reality, not something distracting or addicting. You're not staring at a screen. You know, it's just there, and you're not controlling it. You know, you're not touching it every five seconds. The TV screen doesn't fall asleep. You don't have to charge it. No Wi-Fi is required. No Internet is required. Just electricity, that's it. You know, um, you just plug in your fucking, you can do this yourself. Don't even, like, I wish you could just use a remote rather than using a game controller to use a DVD player, you know, uh, as, as a, a gaming console, as a DVD player. Holy shit, can I not talk? My God, is that frustrating? With the mic toward me now, ha da 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 da. But, uh, you know, it's just, just annoying. Just fucking annoying as shit. Oof, 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 oof. But I think the point about is I'm a guy. I don't want to be soft. This soft pussy. Oh, that reminds me of a joke. Um, and I was gonna do that next. But I don't want to be a nice guy. You know, women want a guy, a guy with hair, a guy that's gonna be a dick. That's what guys are. They do not want a chick, or else they date a chick. You know what I mean? If you're a guy out there, be a guy. Have fun. Fuck around, motherfucker. Order, order, order. Uta rada hada. Here for the beard to go down. Ah, there we go. Um, but things annoy me. Things make me want to puke. Things get me upset. But I joke about them. I laugh about them because because they're crazy and insane. The alcohol makes me think too fast, making me think faster than I can talk. But um, 
shit. Annoy, puke, defensive, those three things. Those are that's that's me. That's part of my personality. That's who I am. I'm not gonna be somebody else. I'm a guy. You know? I want a hairy chest. I want hair on my arms and hair on my legs. I want hair on my face. I want hair on my head. I want ego, confidence, fucking personality, charm. Three things are gonna get you laid. Personality, money, or sex, or if you're good looking. So if you're good looking, or if you have money, or if you have personality, so in other words, if you're charming and you can work your lines on a woman, or you have money, you can go provide something. It's kind of like a business. You need to provide the customer with something, some sort of a service. Not like a hooker, but they want something. They want attention. They want love. They want something. If you can cook, that's good. If you know how to have sex, that's good. Eh, not all the time, but still good. If you're attractive, that's good. If you're funny, that's good. If you're a good listener, that's good. All that shit. All of it. Now move on to some jokes. You know? Move on to a wee bit of uh, some jokes. Let's see what I got here. Um, the first one... I was on one of those chatting chat rooms, chatting sites, and uh, there was this girl I was talking to, and then get to talking, I find her social media, I ask for it to make sure she's real, not a bot, not a guy, she's pretty fucking hot, and I noticed right off the bat, it's just her, not, not her, no, picture of her, no pictures of her, her and her friends, no pictures of her and her family, or her boyfriend or girlfriend, just her and her cat. Which is fucking pathetic. Fucking pathetic. Really gotta fire out. Pathetic. Pathetic. Um, and she invites me to this private room. I don't remember what the app was called. But it's kind of like Kick. And we get to talking and uh, she sends me a link to like one of those jerk off sites and I just don't reply back but she still she wants something I should have known then she wanted something I, I was too dumb and too naive or innocent like when I was a kid to even realize she's up to no good and she's a fucking troublemaker like they all are like most of them are actually not all of them but the fact that I even have to think that fuck you for even oh, the stupid people that ugh annoying anyway uh I show her my dick, and she takes a screenshot, and she says, I want $800 from you, or I'm going to blackmail you. And I said, go ahead, like, blackmail. I'm not going to give you the money. And the little that I realized, in order to get the, I remember, to sign into the app, you have to give you their phone number, so they authenticate, and then you get the code, you put in the code, boom, you're in the app. It's like, oh, shit. Through my phone number, she looked me up with my last name, found myself on Facebook, all my friends, and with that screenshot, able to uh, send um, the uh, picture to anybody. Family members, cousins, friends, blippity blippity bloop. Wow. In a second, blackmail. I was like, and I started, my heart started bumping and pumping Oh, that's a stupid thing to say. 
And I was kind of nervous, but I realized, stay strong, you have balls. Um, and uh, I just sent her a line, a joke. I want you to fuck, I want you to finger your pussy until you... And of course, this is about her cat. I want you to finger your pussy until it comes. I want you to fuck your pussy until it comes, until you come. Until you have an orgasm, right? And then I reply with, Oh, your pussy cat. And then she says, Oh, alright, good luck. Meaning like, Goodbye with your endeavors. And it's like, You cannot be so mean. Like, this chick was blackmailing me. Threatened to blackmail me. And that was like a, Oh, she put herself out there kind of thing. Like she was having a moment or something. It's like, Bitch, what are you doing? Bitch, what the fuck are you up to? Really? I mean, what are you... What the fuck are you doing? Holy shit. It's one of those crazy things. Really. Just... I I meet this girl online. I'm like, finally, some... Some affection. Some empathy. Good. I get laid. Again. It's been quite a while for this guy. And, um... I find her. We get to talking. Good, good, good. She's hot. Which is awesome. Send sex pics back and forth. She's nude as well, which was was pretty nice. And of course, she muted herself. It's like oh, it's quiet. It's 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 um it's late. I have to be quiet. I don't want to wake anybody up. And then she calls me back right after he turned to blackmail. I said no, fuck you. Go ahead, do. I don't give a shit. She calls me back. What a stupid bitch. And she, I knew she wouldn't. She would have made faces or something, but. Holy shit, what a cunt. Okay, this is what a cunt is, in my opinion. The girl at school who collects bugs, who has nobody to ask her out to the prom. And she's so resentful. She's just hateful and mean and negative. And one guy works up the, the courage, let's say it was me, to ask her out. And she says, oh, no, she's just so mean. And she wants guys to treat her great and when they do she's just bitchy about it that's a cunt an ugly girl who is just rude so fucking rude and gets no attention burns all her bridges cocky just you know this i don't know got no friends got no life goes to those clubs and just mean a fucking tyrant. That's a cunt, in my opinion. That is a total cunt. Uh-uh. Oh. So I got some more jokes for you. Um, So, the reason gays have sex the way they do, you know, fucking themselves in the asshole or rubbing their, their clits together or fingering themselves, is because they're that convinced. They're convinced that's how babies are made. They think, oh, shit, that's how you do it. That's how you get it. Get it done. Not get her done. Not gonna. That'd be cheesy. I tell you how you how you do things. Oh, oh shit. <sighs> Fuck. And um, can't really. It's just crazy. It's just woof. Holy shit. You know what I mean? Um. And they just we just do this day and night, and they think. One of these days, it's going to work. One of these days, we're going to show 
the, the straight community that we can have babies of our, of babies of our own too. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. Gay power, motherfuckers. Gay power. Um. And a, another line is um. And this this is not a, a this is these are terrible segues. I don't give a shit. I'm just gonna go from line to line. Um. You know. A fetus is like a newborn puppy, excited to go meet its new owner, go in its new home, but yet you 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 abandoned it, and it's like, oh, is that is that it? Okay, and you come back once a month to this puppy, and you want to adopt it, right? That's more of adoption, motherfucker. Um, but it's more more the fact that he the fetus is excited to leave, but then you go ahead and kill it. It's like, oh, you you bitch! I was excited to. Yeah, we're gonna. I was gonna get some breast milk, and we're gonna let's get the new home, meet the new owners, meet my new siblings. It was gonna be great, like 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 a dog was like, oh, oh you're gonna get rid of me this fast? Oh, fuck you, man, fuck you. Um, I thought, oh, bunch of these lines. I don't know how to work them out. You know, one's about growing a baby, growing a fucking baby. Um, <laughs> you know, you add sperm onto soil, water it. Maybe add some eggshells and put in some sunlight, and maybe a baby will grow up. Nine months later? I don't know. I don't know. Eight months? Um, let's see. If you're in a hostage to negotiate, or if a guy has a gun and being mugged, which happened to me almost once, this guy had a handgun, and I was whistling. I was walking down Sunset Boulevard, and he said, Hey, faggot, quit whistling. And then. I guess I just stopped. I didn't ignore him or walk past. And, um... Holy shit. He pulled out a handgun and he went bang, bang with his fingers. It was an actual handgun. And then I, I just walked away. I was like, yeah, that's right. Walk away. I don't know if he was high. He was drunk. He was like, yeah, walk away. That's right. Walk away. Man, he... If he had a real gun, he was practicing. Is that kind of a thing? Gives him some sort of a thrill or something. And... He actually enjoyed mugging me. It was probably because I was white. Because I had facial hair. Wearing a tie-dye, a National Geographic uh, fucking uh, hoodie. Or it was a, a, a sweatshirt, you know? And, um... I don't know. Maybe uh, that's how he get his kicks in. Shit. Here are the one-liners. Jim Carrey's a douchebag. When I hear Lauren Michael speak... He sounds like Richard Nixon. If Bill Hicks was still alive, he'd host the Gavin McInnes show. Or Gavin McInnes host the but well, would would be Bill Hicks show. You know, he's, you know, that's just the way it would be. He's that political. He's that kind of like a philosopher, spokesman. You know. Um. I wish I could lift a woman with my dick. You know, just walk around, flexing, carrying her like a kangaroo does, a little baby in that little pouch, and just, you know, there are dads who carry babies in those little pouches, and the straps go behind their back, and they just carry the baby. What if I could just carry a woman with my rock-hard dick? Pop some Viagra, and boom, walking around. Um... Uh... Why do I signal sex to a deaf person? Why don't I just do the scissoring 
you know, with like my two fingers, the two fingers on my right hand, two fingers on my left hand, index and middle, put them together, looks like scissoring, or the uh, universal sex language, index finger into a hole that naturally gets wider and wider. Um, people hate Trump because it's an inclusive thing, and if your friend hates Trump, that's how you can make other friends, and it's like, you hate Trump too? Well, now we're friends. We got something common. Yeah, you know. I do much beer. I can't even think straight. My head is spinning. Holy shit! You know, you 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 watch people do podcasts and you see them drink, and you don't know what's going on inside their head. You don't know how angry people are, and you want to get the anger out of your system, which you don't always need to do. You do like a little gem, you piss them off a little, and you don't know what's going through their head. You don't know, because you don't need to really overdo something. Like, don't overperform, like Shatner does in Star Trek. Um, just do it a little bit, and what they interpret, and what they feel and think, especially with the music and the editing uh, added in, is totally different. So what you feel and see is not what the, the viewer feels or sees, you know? A couple of stores, I don't know how good they are, but uh, they're, they're, they're all right, they're all right, yeah. They're, they're fine, they're quite fine. I've told them before, but I'm going to do a better job. Uh, make them bigger and better, you know, with more details and more description. Um, I was on this bus... In LA, which is a fantastic city. I love it to death. I wouldn't give up my life to move out of um, fucking LA. <coughs> Kidding God, of course. Um, but you're always at the bus stop. If you're not right at the sign waving and the bus can't see you, <sighs> the bus is just going to pass you. And no bus is going to come back for like at least half an hour, 45 minutes, close to an hour. So this guy on his bike chases after this bus, and when it's at a, a red light, he gets in front of it. You know, when, when the light turns to green, he gets in front of the bus, right? Um, and it's really dark out, so the bus driver immediately just boom stops, and the guy puts his bike on the bike rack in the f- f- front of the bus, gets on, and immediately the bus driver starts going. Hey man, you can't get in front of the bus. You can't. You, you can't do that. You're putting the the lives of all the pedestrians on this bus in in grave danger. You can't do that. And then he starts raving on on. And of course, immediately I noticed he was Jewish and just gave me a smile on my face. Um, but he said, "I went at the bus stop, and me and this other guy, he, he just whizzed past us. I had, I was chasing after him. I was worried I couldn't." Um, uh, uh, catch you. I was almost out of breath. I had to take my mask off, you know? And they're just arguing back and forth. And um, eventually he just says, you know what, you know what, you know what? Just shut up. I, you, you win, you win. I really, I just don't care anymore because they're going back and forth. The guy who, the, the biker, his point is, hey, dude, you whiz past me, I want to get on the bus, and I had to do what I had to do get on the bus. The other guy's like, well, I could have hit you, I could have been fired, uh, these people could have gotten tr- 
hurt, which is bullshit, because um, you're not turning, so the bus isn't going to flip or anything. Um, and, you know, you just didn't want the guy to get hurt because there could have been a lawsuit. People like to cover their own ass. They like to do that. They just do. Um, and they keep going back and forth, and the guy's like, shut up. Please just shut the fuck up. No, I didn't do that. But please just shut your goddamn mouth. You win. I don't care anymore. Just be quiet. Two, a stop or two later was mine. I just got off and just laughing my ass off. <laughs> so goddamn funny. Just such a ridiculous thing. The guy gets in front of a moving bus and he's literally just insulting the bus driver, which if you're stupid and dumb enough, you might interpret that as a federal offense. You just might. Um, it's just one of those funny things. It's like, what the fuck is happening right now? And he's just being, he just doesn't give a shit. And all another thing I, I completely forgot about is he starts speaking in Spanish and he says, I was born in Puerto Rico. I was born in uh, South America. I started speaking Spanish to the Mexicans across from him and to the fucking driver. And I think the, the driver might have uh, guilt-tripped him, talking about hard-working, low-class, you know, Hispanics, which just means Mexican. Because I highly doubt people from Spain are here. In the, no, they're, they're fucking in Spain. And people in fucking South America? No, uh, it's hard, but it's... It's a rather bitter country than this one, uh, that's for sure. Uh, m- most of it. Mo- it's blazing hot. There's drug problems, but there are drug problems here, too. You know, so... It's just funny. The bus driver tried to guilt trip the biker, tried to make him feel like shit, and he totally just smeared the fucking cake in his face. Well, which reminds me, by the way, I saw a video on uh, Instagram, I think it was, and it was an Asian family, and... It's a birthday, and they're uh, around the dining table, or the kitchen table, and he's getting ready to blow out the candles. And the caption was, you had one job, and it's, uh, it's, it's a guy, he's like 18 or so, and his mom is there, his siblings, father, and his girlfriend. And she goes around behind him to smear his head into the birthday cake, but she misses and bangs his head into the table, and this wasn't because she had bad aim. It was because the cake was the size of a dessert plate. It was so fucking small. The, the f- fucking birthday cake was the size of, like, a, I, I don't know, a, a vinyl record. Like, not, not, not a um, LP record, but the really, really small ones. Or the size of a really small Frisbee. Like, really small. Really fucking tiny. And boom... Just immediate laughter. <laughs> it's just funny. There was another one where a woman is drinking a beer from this large glass. And she lifts it up and immediately it starts to pour down her blouse. And it goes over her head and she doesn't drink like an ounce. It's just on the floor. She's drenched in fucking beer. Oh, it's funny. And there was another one I saw where it was um, based off the... Uh, uh, parents telling their kids they ate their candy, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, segment. It's not even, segments from the 70s and 80s, even the 2000s with, like, radio. You know, segments don't exist anymore. Doctors are pretending to be something they're not. Same with, like, podcasts, like, welcome to the 
blankety blank show. It's like, ugh. Even Tim Dillon, as great as he is, he's not. He's losing it a bit with that fucking uh, Melrose podcast studio he's in, but um, he, he used to be very good. He used to be brutal and mean, but there was a, a time before the most recent one he did where he was singing, singing, interviewing stuff, and he's upset, but he's not. He's not being funny. Uh, I don't know. I hope he gets back. He's fucking hilarious. He really is. Um, but, uh, it was, yeah, I remember what it was now. So, there are two boys at the table, and the, their mom and dad say, don't eat the candy. And they're like these gumdrops. I don't know, look like Mike and Ike's, whatever those were. But it looks like a, a gooey bear. No, gummy bear. It's, uh, just like gum. And they leave, and they leave a camera so you can see the boys' uh, or the boys' reactions. And they look at each other, you know, and like, should, should I do it? And they're kind of like biting his fingernail or his finger in his mouth. And they're like, just to take one. And they, and they start clapping. And they're like, ooh, you just did something so naughty and so rebellious. Let's, he keeps taking more and more. It's just, to see people as kids, adults in particular, and see kids being acting like rebellious teenagers is such a funny fucking thing. You think adults are these mature people, but both are not. You know, they go to guys go to strip clubs and they get drunk and they fucking talk shit at the water cooler or even on, on the phone in the fucking parking lot or in the car. Adults are just as childish as fucking. Um, kids are, teens are. So, when somebody tells you you're a child for liking comedy or laughing, it's bullshit. Cause they feel this, uh, I don't know, this fucking responsibility or this, I don't know, a reason to be mature when you don't. Cause they want to be serious, and serious people are boring as shit. They're the kind of people on the toilet, or people that fart. And it's like. Oh, I didn't, I didn't fart. Like, so British, so uptight, like my fucking uh, twat mother. Um, and those people are boring. The people with the briefcases, like, ugh, do they suck. I remember this one time, I was at the park, and they have these exercise machines, like in Israel, uh, this is in Los Angeles, and um, it's just a phenomenal city. Move here immediately. You're going to love it. Um... And there was this guy in a trench coat, black trench coat, black leather gloves. He's wearing like a jumpsuit with almost like suspenders and buttons and like these black shoes that look like Banana Republic. And I think he has sunglasses on. And he looks like a character out of The Matrix. He looks like Columbo. He was black. He looks like he's wearing uh, Columbo's clothing. He looks like a fucking detective or Mulder from... Uh, uh, porn files, XXX files. And my immediate thought was, this guy isn't dressed black at all. He's not. He's dressed classy, like really more than anybody. More than anybody, you know? Um, Which kind of reminds me of when, when women are funny, they're funnier than men. But most women aren't funny. Most men are. That's why women don't succeed in comedy. They fail, you know, on a daily basis. 
Um, but people like uh, Phyllis Diller and Roseanne Barr and Rosie, not Rosie O'Donnell, but there's another one. Not Rosie Maddow. There was, there was another one I can't remember. With who had orange hair. First name was like Rose or something. And ugly as fuck. But it was like this guy was classier than most people at the fucking park. Than most anybody, you know? Um and uh let's see what I'll get next. And it was just oh yeah, I remember now. He was messing with these exercise machines. There was this one where it's this pole that was back and forth where you push w- with your legs and you're on this chair and there's a pole in front of you and you hold onto this pole and you push the chair back and forth and he's he's just moving the chair with his arm and he's not even sitting, he's standing on the out- outside of the uh chair and he's just fiddling with it, just trying to figure it out and this guy just so fascinated, just like I wish I could study him, but that'd be creepy. That's stalking. I wish I could just take notes and just video this guy just just around the park, the way he's dressed, the way he moves, the way he thinks, the way he reacts, the way he, like, how does his mind work? I want to get inside the mind. There are very few people that are truly fascinating, people that are antisocial, like actually antisocial, not like pussies, people who physically can't talk or feel so judged, because that's the cause of... That's the root cause of, uh, you know, not wanting to talk is feeling, you know, uh, sensitive, judged, blippity bloppity bloop. And this guy was just one of the most fascinating people I've ever seen. This guy's in a trench coat, a jumpsuit, sunglasses, leather boots, fucking suspenders and buttons. And he's messing around with exercise machines. And he's black, you know? Most black guys are, you know, fucking... They're, they're exercising, or in their car listening to rap, they're doing push-ups. They're not interested in the world. Like, that is a statistic, you know? Like, Asians score higher on math in the SATs than any minority group. And the fact that you're even recording these groups is racist, but that's not me, that's them. Um, the fact that when you uh, go to a job and... You can um, select what you what group, what racial group you identify as. Not that you are connected to or you feel a connection with or you feel you must relate to. No, you, ident- you can be anyone you want. No, you can't. Fuck off. Um, and, of course, black is at the top, white is at the bottom. And it's not alphabetical. That's bullshit. That is such bullshit. It's just such a lie, but this guy was at the park interested in the world, interested in reality, not drugs, not rap, not getting drunk, not girls, but just completely, utterly fascinating. I could immediately immediately tell this guy is smart as fuck. He is high IQ, just the way he's just mm, interested I remember being on the playground as a kid, leaning against the fence, and there was this, like, this cage, and you would op- open this gate, I was leaning against this gate, and you could go down there, all these balls, like basketballs, footballs, uh, jump rope, uh, maybe a volleyball, I'm not sure, 
tetherball, and I was leaned against it just looking around. I got this fuzzy feeling, the same one I got when I almost got molested when I was like 13 or so. I mean, you feel weak and weird, but it, it was a different kind of fuzzy feeling where, um, fucking, uh, holy shit, um, what was it? Oh shit, I felt like a detective just analyzing shit, interested in people. Who was that? What are they talking about? Mm, just in my own head. Just one of those things. One of those fucking things. Can't be too smart. Because people get intimidated by that shit and then you end up having no friends. So what can you do? Um, I've been to like seven or eight open mics in my life. One in Seattle at laughs, which didn't go well. I was too serious. And then, I don't know, six in Santa Monica at um, uh, Broadway Comedy West. Comic Club West, whatever it is. Um, and um, I never got any laughs. It was all pandering. The laughs were pan pandering towards me, which is just so fucking disgusting. Um, and, uh, I think I got one good laugh, like, my third or fourth time. I just, I was up there just saying I was, like, yeah, I'm, I don't got much. I'm bombing here. What can I say? And I started talking about, like, a titty bed idea, the titty bed idea, and then talking about from my dream book, and then talking about how I, um, I didn't finish wiping my ass because I was in a rush, and there was, like, this plump that was stuck, and it wiped against my fucking underwear, and I had to throw the underwear and, you know, wipe my ass. It was pretty gross. And this one guy actually laughed. He was so uncomfortable that he, like, that was the one real laugh I had ever gotten. I've only gotten one laugh in my entire life. That was it. Anything else was just like... It was just people staring. And there was this one guy, uh, Spanish, kind of fat, black beard. Um, I think he was like a teacher. And he was just interested. He was just sitting there respectfully with his chin. Just fucking fascinated. Everybody else would just stare. Like, oh, I want this to be over immediately. Just like when I was a junior in high school, I would be uh, presenting... A current event, because every month for fucking U.S. history, you had to present an article every month, you know? Um, fucking, uh, let's see. I think it was on the death of Stephen Hawking. Um, but, uh, holy shit. There was this girl, and it was like Lily, she was blonde. Kind of a troublemaker, you know, kind of a partier, but kind of like this good kid in between. And the entire time she was staring in her coffee mug, like a travel mug, and um, like a tall one. And just everybody just looking down, like fucking stammering like a motherfucker. It was bad. It was really bad. Holy shit, was it awful. Um, it was just, it was just like that, you know. Um, not good. That's the reaction I got from those people at that club. Um, so I, uh, I was gonna tell two more stories. I, I, I don't wanna rush them. I want this to be like a good hour. 
recording 15 minutes plus the extra six or so that I did beforehand, so good 56 minutes, it's a good hour, I don't need to go too long, um, but uh, I'll do them next time, about some, about first time with a hooker, first time at a strip club, going terribly, I ended up blowing all my money, and I was with this chick, blonde, she was kind of cute, I guess, and man, it's, it's fucking tempting, they smell nice, they don't look nice, but I guess they look hot. Remember when when I fucking wa- walked in? I guess I am telling the story. I remember when I walked in. It was one of those g- gentleman clubs, which aren't good. Um, this guy was watching porn and rubbing his cock against this pole because it was like those roofs that are like curved and as the title of the uh, uh, club, and it's like these four poles like podiums and he was rubbing his cock against that I was confused anyway I walk in you go up to this guy around the booth pay him 20 bucks and you can go in um of course you have to show your ID but the guy's left so they're able to get, get past that and um then I go in and I sit down pretty loud music nobody's there you know they're early like 7, 8 o'clock way too early and right across from me is a guy he looks like he's fucking Cuban he reminds me of um, Tony Montana from uh, Tony Montana. Tony Montana. See, hello, my old friend. From uh, Scarface. That was a shitty impression. But um, I'm sobering up now. Good. Not as dehydrated. Um, but um, this woman walks up to me. She, she, she says, and I, as I'm going through my wallet, bills, making sure I write them out. Because I took a hundred bucks from the ATM. That's what I did first. Left the house, locked the doors, made sure the soap was off, turned off all the lights, went to the ATM, then walked to the club, see the guy with the pole, pay the guy 20 bucks at the counter, walk in, loud music, 20 Montana's across from me. And then a woman comes up to me and says, Hi, can I get you anything to drink? I said, uh, Not bad. And she says, um, One drink minimum. I was like, All right. Well, then I thought, well, if I order a drink, I'll order at least one drink. Because that's what it means, right? One drink at the minimum, right? You at least need one drink. But that was a nice fucking cunty way of saying you have to order a drink. That was like eight bucks. I already spent 28 bucks. And around the line, a fucking dance was like 30. And I don't know if I had enough. And I go over to this ATM. And it's so shitty. It's the one... It's those kind of uh, AT machines you see in, like, uh, a weed shop or a pot store or, like, a lingerie shop that are have, like, these touch. It's not an actual ATM machine, and they don't work. It's cheap. It's total fucking shit, and it doesn't work. Uh, I got no money from it, and I had, like, just enough. I had, like, two bucks to spare. Um, I get the drink. I'm drinking it, and it tastes like shit right away, and... Of course, it's uh, it's a dry club. Um, maybe because it was early, but I don't think they served uh, booze. Because they don't like men. Uh, which is very misogynistic. Uh, to the other end. Uh, fuck you. Gen- um, sin. Gentleman's Club. Um, Beverly Hills. Um, I'm not afraid to say that. But uh, then, um, what happened next? 
Oh, yeah, I remember I approached this blonde girl who was talking to the guy outside. She had her arms around him. And I think he went back outside to get his cock even harder or something. And I paid her the, the money, and I said, is this enough for a dance? I fucking stuttered. And then she said, follow me, and she handed the money to this guy. And the guy at the little... Because it was, it was in a back room. And it's not a, a back room with a curtain. It's like, you know, they're... Two little um, diner booths without the tables in between. So you got like uh, one long fucking uh, chair with like four separate backs, four separate bottoms. So it looks like a really long booth. It's like both combined. So if you have like a booth in a diner, and you take the seat on the left and the seat on the right, and you put them together and put them against one wall. That was one side, and the other side had the same thing. Anyway, she's down there, she asked my name, and I fucked it up. And I handed a fucking note. And she said, put... And I brought the fucking note, so I wouldn't sit her. And she said, oh, you can put your stuff down, put my jacket down, and my wallet and shit, whatever. And she starts rubbing herself against me, which is kind of nice. And then she felt immediately that have an erection. This is my first time. What the fuck do I know? It's like, ooh, I just tell. That's not good. And then she rubs up her chest, or rubs up her ass against my chest to feel if I have a chest. Nothing. And then she she keeps going, feels my arms a little bit. And then she gets off of me, turns around. She says, thank you very much. And I said, oh, so I get up and leave. That bitch fucking, she caught me. $30 for what, a 30-second dance? No, I wanted like a three-minute dance or even a 30-minute dance. $30 should be like 30 minutes or even three minutes or even 300 seconds. Not 30 seconds, bitch. Holy shit, what a cunt. Um, so annoying. So fucking annoying. Ah, ah. But um, I just remember just walking out and laughing immediately. It's like when I went to a movie and as I was crossing the street to get to the parking lot next to the stairs, which went to the mall, which was the theater was at, this fat woman was walking towards me. And she, the way she walked was so fucking funny. She was like a piece of Play-Doh with toothpicks. Like, her legs were independent from her body. She, or, like, a piece of clay or play with toothpicks at the bottom or popsicle sticks. And just, it was just weird. Because she, she couldn't walk. She, like, her, her legs weren't moving. She was just so fat that her, her, her legs were barely able to move. It was like they were swollen or she couldn't lift them up into the air. She just moved them. You know, it's like she was, you know, uh, waddling like a penguin. She was moving them forward a bit, but they were like stiff. Like she couldn't lift them, and she wasn't really walking. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. But the thing with the hooker was, I went to this site, which I don't even, I'm not going to even say. Because then competition will get a little tough. You know, I don't want other people going to the site. Uh, I'm just that piece of shit. 
I guess. Just look up uh, hooker websites. You'll be able to find it. Um, and um, I called the rover. Um, she was up in like a black Mercedes, reeking of cigarettes, blondish, looking good. And I messaged her online. I was a virgin. And this is how I lost my virginity was to a hooker. And um, she walks in. I give her my ID, and she's like, ah, 20. Nice. So I lost it when I was 20, 21 now. And um, she, I remember messaging her to wear a teddy. And then she asked me, black or red? And I said, like, red or black? I'm not sure. Anyway, I kept losing my erection, which was just the fucking worst thing that can happen. Um, and uh, she puts a pink condom on me, and I count the 20. No, I count the money. And she asked for an extra 20 or $30 for out call when it's really in call. <laughs> Oh, she, she said in college when the truly out call, she came to me. And she kept switching positions, and I felt so degraded. Once she touched my dick, she was wearing gloves. She put on a small tight condom that was pink, and she wore gloves. It's like, oh, really? Really? And just immediately, as I was doing it, I felt no attraction to her. It wasn't funny. There was no love in it. It felt like rape in a way. And I just kept losing it. It was like, you know, from 5% to 15, to back to zero, then to 50, then to 25, then to zero, then eventually to like 95, and then down to like five. Um, and immediately, I just started making fun. That's what you got to do. Something bad happens, you laugh, you feel good. You don't feel bad about it. That's not good. No, that's bad. But it didn't work. She she thought I didn't find her attractive, so she turned around and maybe fuck her from behind. I was like, No. That didn't help either, you know. I felt like a pussy because the first thing she wanted me to do because I started making out with her breasts. And that was kind of nice. It was they were soft and real, and I see her C scar, which kind of freaked me out. I don't even know it was a C scar at the time. I just thought she got like stabbed or something. Maybe she was trying to, you know, she cut a hole in her stomach to take the fetus. Um, I thought she was trying to do that instead of use the uh, coat hanger. Um, but, uh, mm. then she sucked my dick, but she didn't even, she didn't even make love to it. She sucked it, like, two or three times, and that was it, for, like, I don't know, 30 seconds? And she was so rushed, it was only an hour, and she wanted the fucking to happen so quickly. And then, by the end, she's like, ah, you don't find me attractive. She just, she just left, that was it, over, done. I beat her. Three hundred and like fifty bucks for nothing, for nothing, you know. I got her the water she wanted, the money she wanted, the service she wanted, but she gave me fucking nothing. This has been um, I don't know the third, the third iPhone recording, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And if I'm not recording in a studio, I'm just doing this, and it's simple. On the computer, it never works. I need good software like Adobe, but they don't make you buy it. They make you rent it, so you are giving them more money. Um, I can never get things right with a mixer or with my um, fucking chippity-chappity, uh, what is it called? 
uh, OBS or the mixer, my audio interface, and it never works right. Uh, but, uh, uh, I don't know, laugh. Always be laughing at yourself, like Gavin says. Um, not those words, but get fired, get in trouble, never quit fighting. Well, uh, laugh your ass off. That's all I got.